Welcome back to Held and Healed. This podcast is a resource filled with resources to help you on your healing journey, especially for women who are rebuilding their lives after abuse. I am so grateful to the Held and Healed community. We have grown to over 1,100 ladies in a very short period of time. That is both exciting and heartbreaking at the same time. Exciting that we have a community, exciting that we have resources, exciting that we have this place to come together, to understand, to equip, to enlighten, empower, and encourage each other. And then heartbreaking in that there is such a need, that there are so many women out there who have been hurt deeply, either um, in their marriages, in their churches, in their childhood, all the above. So we are constantly covering the 13 patterns and systems of abuse and discussing ways to heal and to move forward from that reality. In 2022, we are going to be um, just learning and growing together and we have a couple of events already on the books. So I want to welcome you to check out information about the Safer Spaces Summit. This summit is going to be online so that it's accessible to people um, all over so that regardless of where you live or what time zone you are in or uh, even when you hear this recording you would have access to this because even after the live event we are going to have vaulted access to the 12 hours of content so this will be March 25th through 26th and it will be um, held as I said online you can register at the link shared below or in the show notes And I just wanted to share with you the lineup of speakers that we have coming. Sarah McDougall will be with us, as well as Joy Forrest, Gretchen Baskerville, Patrick Weaver, Clara Hinton, Dale and Faith Ingram, Cindy Burrell, Rebecca Davis, and Neil Shorey. Each of these individuals is amazing. And I have interviewed each of them previously on my podcast. So if you would like to get to know them a little bit, learn a little bit about their stories, please go back in previous episodes and catch up because it will, I think it will just accentuate the experience for you if you know a little bit more about who they are. But each one will be covering a topic that um, we have discussed ahead of time and it will be different than the podcast, of course. And you will have at the end of this summit, you will have information for the realities of abuse within faith communities. So we're going to be sharing statistics about that reality. We're going to be sharing survivor stories as well as practical solutions for addressing abuse within faith communities. There is no denying it at this point. There's no point in pretending that abuse isn't rampant in faith communities because it is, it is, it is. And Just the growth of my group and the growth of other groups that I'm a part of shows that reality. Every single day, I read and I hear stories from women who are going through things that no human being should ever have to endure. And many of them are enduring that while being told by spiritual leaders that it's God's will and that they have to continue enduring that. And so we are here to say, no, 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 enough is enough. God loves you, his daughter, and he wants you to be safe and well. God loves you, a person, more than he loves your marriage, which is an institution. The abuse is so much more than broken bones and bruises, and we 
will continue to educate people about the 13 patterns and systems of abuse. We will be discussing um, just practical ways that leaders um, can address abuse and abusers. This summit is going to be ideal for spiritual leaders, lay people, for educators, teachers, counselors, law enforcement, first responders, people who are just helpers and really want to understand how to know better and do better so that they don't further harm uh, survivors and victims of abuse. So please check out the link and get registered. I decided not to increase the price that much. I only went up $10 from the early bird price because I want this to be accessible to as many people as possible. If you are a part of a group that would like to attend and watch this um, together on one device, I do have a discounted rate for groups of five or groups of 10. So please feel free to reach out to me. You would need to just, you'll only receive one sign in code and only take up one spot in the Zoom. So you would need to watch it together to get that, that discount. So um, after the event is over, each person or organization that purchases a ticket will have access to the vault. If you attend as a part of a group and you want to um, get that vault access individually, I will be giving you that option later as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you to every person who has been willing to participate and be a part of this event. I'm excited because right now we have quite a few counselors and coaches that are attending. This is really great information for those people as well. And then in September, September 9 through 11, I will be hosting the second annual Held and Healed Retreat. So that is a local event here in Virginia, and that is for women who are rebuilding their lives after abuse. We had our first one last year. It was a beautiful time in a gorgeous setting surrounded by the mountains and the valleys here in the Shenandoah Valley, and you will be blessed beyond measure. So you can reach both of those registration links by going to heatherelizabeth.org and just at the top of the page, find Summit and Retreat. So today I would like to talk to you about the word that I chose as my one word for 2022. So um, I did a previous podcast and explained why I choose one word and the purpose and the intentionality and just how powerful that has been for me since I think 2006 is when I started doing this. So for 2022, I chose the word peace. I usually pick a word that I know is an area where I need to grow in is an area where I need to heal, is an area where I need to experience victory. So for 2022, I chose the word peace. I messaged a friend um, last night and had asked for prayer. And I told her, I was very honest with her. And I said, I am experiencing, experiencing anxiety right now in so many areas. So um, some of you know that I have been on a journey with my health. And because of some very stressful and emotional trying things that have been going on the last several months, my physical health has taken a turn in a direction that I don't want it to take a turn. And I'm reminded once again that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that our bodies are intricately woven, and that when our emotions and our mind are struggling, that our body begins to feel that, that, that stress. So I told her that I'm experiencing 
anxiety in my in my mind in relationships. I'm experiencing it in just trusting and releasing my my grown young adult sons. I'm experiencing uh, experiencing anxiety with finances. 2021 hit me hard, you guys, and I know that a lot of people have experienced that. I know that a lot of people the last two years have been ridiculously hard for people financially. And it was a year where if things were going to fall apart and things were going to break, 2021 was the year. So everything from my laptop and my cell phone, which obviously I use for ministry and I use for work, um, my roof on my house, my vehicle, things with my dogs and vet bills, like really big cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching things have been happening. Dear friends set up a GoFundMe to help me with roof expenses. And so that has, has helped me to make my payments so far, but payments that are coming up, I'm still wondering how that's going to happen. So I really knew that the word peace was the word that I needed to focus on for 2022 because I have tasted it. I have experienced it. And I don't want to give up the amount of peace that I have felt and I have really been able to tangibly feel over the last couple of years. I don't want to give that up. I don't want to go back to despair and depression and defeat and um, just feeling like giving up. So I just want to come to you and be very, very honest that peace is something we can feel in the midst of hard things. Peace is not something we just get when everything is going um, our way. Because if, if that were the case, it would be so conditional and it would be so hard to attain. But peace that passes understanding is just that. It comes when it doesn't make sense. And so I am welcoming peace, more peace into my life this year. I'm welcoming more peace into the lives of the people that I love. I was doing some box breathing last night and encourage you to do the same when you feel your heart starting to pound. I will wake up in the middle of the night and I saw you know, my bank account dip to a place that it has not gone in a long time. And so I just started choosing to do the breathing, the in for 10, or sorry, the end, I'm going to pass out if I do that, the in for five and hold for five, the out for five and hold for five, and just repeat that like a box, go around and around and around. So in for five, hold for five, out for five, hold for five, and repeat. And even as I'm going through this podcast, if you want to do that a couple of times, it's really beneficial to do it for two or three minutes, maybe even build up to five minutes. And focusing on those numbers and focusing on the counting is so good for distracting your brain from the things that are causing your heart to pound. And just find your heart rate resume a normal, healthy rate. And even while you're doing it, say aloud, Father, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I trust that it will work out. I trust that you're going ahead of me. You're going before me, that you have got this and that I am not going to be left alone. You're going to give me a creative idea. You're going to release a resource. You're going to show me something that I have that I don't necessarily need. And I'm going to be able to sell that to pay for this other thing that I need more. 
God has got this. And I can tell you story after story after story of how he has carried me and sustained me and held me through all of the ups and lots and lots of downs. In the last six years, I have needed to see his hand of provision like never before in my life. So I stayed home, was a stay-at-home homeschool mama for close to 20 years, did not build a resume, did not pursue a career, do not have a college degree, poured my heart and my soul into my children and raising them with no real um, consideration of the future and finances and retirement and did not know the things that were coming for me, did not know the reality of what was ahead with separation, divorce, chronic illness, not being able to physically have the energy or the strength to work a normal eight-hour day. That's not in the cards for me. I don't really know that it's in the cards for most people, especially past a certain age. I think our bodies begin to slow down, even for those who are healthy. And working 40 hours a week, once you're past the age of 40, I'm just, I'm really questioning whether that's healthy for most people. But I'm grateful that I have had ways to work from home and I have had the ability to do certain things in one hour, two hour spurts, and then I would rest. And then when I got another spurt of energy, I would get up and do something again. Um, So wherever you are, I just want to encourage you to calm yourself and still yourself, and position yourself before God, and ask him to show you how he's going to meet you, to show you how he's going to show up and show off in your situation. Invite him to bring that peace that passes understanding into those places where you are. And I also love the scripture that talks about his perfect love driving out fear. So when you combine those two, the peace that passes understanding, and the perfect love that drives out all fear. You have a pretty amazing combination to combat all kinds of anxiety, all kinds of worry, all kinds of dread. And I want to grow in understanding peace. I want to grow in cultivating peace. I want to grow in surrounding myself with people and environments that foster peace. And just this morning, I was reading a post that um, I had written on this day in 2019, so three years ago. And I'm going to be paraphrasing. Actually, I can go right to it, pull it up, and not misquote it. So let me do just that. Um, it's just amazing to me. And this has a lot to do with peace. Who do you listen to is the question. Learning to tune out the voice of the enemy is not an easy thing to do, but it's absolutely vital if we're going to grow, heal, thrive, flourish, and walk in true freedom. There are so many voices screaming at us every day inside our minds. Our own thoughts can trip us up. Externally, we listen to the voices of so many others. I'm learning to weigh the voices against the following criteria. Does this person love me? Does this person love God and want his best for me? Does his, do his or her words line up with God's word? Does this person display good fruit in their lives? 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. If someone does not love you, is unwilling to treat you with honor and respect, disregards God's ways and his word, and bears stinky fruit, then you should not allow them to get inside your head or heart space. Easier said than done, but we can choose hope, life, freedom, and release. And so I just want to ask that question again today because this has a lot to do with peace. Does the person speaking into my life love me? Does this person love God and want his best for me? Does this person line, does, do their words line up with God's word and do they display good fruit in their lives? If so, then let them in and let that person speak into your life and let that person love on you and encourage you and, um, yeah, usher in that peace, usher in that love. If the person does not line up with that criteria, then why? Why do we allow them? Why do we allow them to speak into our lives? Another quote, if I can remember it, is basically saying, why do you take criticism from someone that you wouldn't go to for advice? So if there's someone that you wouldn't go to and ask for their help and you wouldn't, you know, see them as someone that you could glean wisdom from, then why are you listening to their words of criticism? This is a lifelong lesson that I am smack dab in the middle of learning. And I have allowed other people to critique me and I have allowed other people to disrespect and dishonor me for so long that I also critiqued, dishonored, and disrespected myself. And so it's really important to um, learn how to set boundaries about who we're going to allow to speak into our lives. And that will have a great impact on the peace level in our lives. I asked some ladies in group coaching the other day, where is your peace level? So one being, yep, not there. It's really just non-existent right now. And 10 being, I just feel so chill and so calm and so cool and collected, resting in the arms of my father. I, I feel held by him. I feel embraced by him. I know that he's got me on all sides. So where do you fall on that spectrum today? A one to a 10. Ask yourself that question. And, and ask yourself, what, what would it take for me today to go higher? So maybe you're at a five, maybe you're somewhere kind of in the middle, which I think is where I would be sitting right now, if, I, if I'm being honest. I'm sitting in the middle because I've seen and I know that he has taken care of me so many times, but I also have all of these external and internal things coming at me right now, just beating on my mind and my body, of course, not wanting to cooperate with doing all the things I need to do to get up and to move and to get things done. So I'm probably at a five, but I also long to be more like a seven today. And so what am I going to do today to get to that higher level of peace? I'm going to put on some worship music. I am finding that putting worship music on early in the morning and listening to that while I'm taking my shower and starting my day is very beneficial um, for my peace. I'm going to get up and I'm going to move my body and I'm going to take care of my body and do some type of movement, even though it may be gentle and low impact. It's what I need to do right now to take care of myself. I am going to 
listen to people that edify me, people that encourage me, people that push me to become a better version of me. So as I choose podcasts or things like that, even as I um, pick a, like a TV show to watch when I'm having my downtime, that's going to be my focus. Something that is funny, something that is light, something that is upbeat. Um, what will bring and usher in more peace today? Maybe it's looking around at some clutter and I'm, I'm seeing like a pile right now that's in front of me, some things that I got done yesterday and it's taking those cards that I wrote out, putting stamps on them, putting them in the mailbox instead of just having something halfway done, have it all the way done. It's unloading the dishwasher so that I have clean dishes and I don't have to scramble to find, you know, a plate or a fork every single time that I go to make something. Just doing that task of emptying the dishwasher and having dishes and utensils where they belong. We are preparing, another thing that is really causing anxiety for me is we're preparing for another winter storm. So it's making sure that I know how to start my gas fireplace. It's filling up five gallon buckets with water and filling up my um, washing machine with water so that if we, you know, lose the ability to draw water, I have water that I can put through my, my water filter. So there are things, sometimes tangible things that we can do to be prepared that also produces peace. So think about that today as you're going about your day. What just gives you that little extra kick that little extra measure of peace and also what are the things that are robbing me of peace and instead of worrying about everything that could go wrong with my sons choose to say father I trust them into your care I ask you to watch over them and protect them and keep them safe so turning those worst case scenarios that mamas think of into prayers and inviting, you know, inviting God to come into those places because he already knows how we feel. There is no use in pretending. There is no reason to act like we are feeling one thing when we're not. Say, Father, I am coming to you today just a hot mess. I'm coming to you concerned about my children. I'm coming to you concerned about my finances. I'm coming to you concerned about the state of our world. I mean, goodness, if something isn't going to wreck your peace, look at the craziness that's happening in our world right now and the last two years. Give yourself grace. My goodness. So many things that we once found to be secure or solid, dependable, are no longer those things. So give yourselves grace to just say, God, I come to you and I am affected and I am feeling anxious about the state of our world and I need you, Jesus, to bring peace, to cover me with your peace today. If you have health issues, come and say, you know, God, I am, I'm tired. I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of being in pain. I am tired of being scared and concerned about my health. I am tired of the financial burden that this is on my family as we're trying to find answers for my health. I ask you to bring your peace into the situation. Doctors may not know what to do with me. I may have reached the end of all the different 
options that I could try to be better. And I'm just crying out to you for your mercy, asking you to bring your peace into this situation. Maybe you are early into a separation or early into a divorce. Maybe you're experiencing separation from your, your children and, and just being cut off from them. Um, come to God and say, this situation is anything but peaceful. People are talking about me. People are falsely accusing me. People think they know things about me that are not true. People are choosing to speak ill of me. People have betrayed me. Come to God with the very real, very real emotions that you're feeling. And despite all of that, God, I am still asking you to bring peace that passes understanding into this situation to guard my heart, to guard my mind through Christ Jesus, my Lord. Do what only you can do, Father, to bring that peace. So, dear ones, wherever you are today, I am praying for peace to fall upon you. I'm praying for peace to envelop you. I'm praying for peace to embrace you and to hold you close. And as we journey through 2022, whatever word it is that you have chosen, I pray that this would be a year of incredible growth. This would be a year of scaling high, high mountains and being able to look from the top, a vantage point, looking down into those valleys that you've come out of and see the hand, see the work, the provision of your father. Father, I do thank you for your peace. I thank you, God, that no matter what is happening around us, that you can come in and you can put this protective bubble around us, your peace, which passes understanding. We invite you to bring that into the situations that we're facing today. God, I don't know what each person is facing, but you do. You know every little tiny detail and every humongous thing that these people are facing today. And I ask you, to bring in your peace that passes understanding, to guard each heart, to guard each mind through Christ Jesus our Lord. I ask that you bring in your perfect love to drive out fear and doubt and chaos and confusion. I ask, Lord, that your joy that's unspeakable, that's full of glory, would fill our hearts in the midst of hard stuff, in the midst of battles, in the midst of trials, in the midst of tribulation. I ask for a releasing of finances, God, You own it all. It all belongs to you. So God, we're asking that you move on the hearts of good men and good women to take care of these women who are rebuilding their lives, to reach out with generosity, to to reach out with compassion, to reach out with humility and ask how they can serve these women and these children who are rebuilding their lives. God, I ask that every person who hears my voice would receive some form of a blessing, God, whatever it is that she needs the most. I ask for those who are listening who have the means to bless these women, to be moved with compassion and to ask how they can help and to, to, to follow through with those, um, with those resources. God, I thank you that you see us, you know us, you love us, you care deeply about it. If it's important to us, it's important to you, God. And I ask that you would just fill us up today. Give us hope, give us faith, and give us courage to face the hard things. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for taking time 
to listen. I pray that this would bless you. Kind of just coming off off the cuff today from my heart. No notes. So when I go back and listen, this probably just felt a little bit like a ramble. But it's what's on my heart. It's what is real. And I hope and pray that it blesses you on your healing journey. And just invite you ladies to join us on Facebook, Held and Healed Christian Women Rebuilding After Abuse. You can find me at heatherelizabeth.org and you can get yourself registered for that summit and or that retreat and I cannot wait to see many of you at these events. So blessings to you in 2022.